Hi everyone, and welcome to the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. My name is Jenna Garcia, and I'll be your host. I am a mother of two, stepmother of four, super proud military wife, ex-wife, sister, daughter, stepdaughter, you name it. Since becoming a mother, I've been everything from a student to a working mom, stay-at-home mom, a mom that travels for work, an entrepreneur, the list goes on. I've always wanted to help people, and I suppose this might be one of the ways that I could do just that. I hope you find my podcast honest, entertaining, and helpful. If you're any of the things I am, or if you just want to hear my story, please listen and subscribe to the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. This week's episode, we are going to talk about finances. I thought this episode, it would be helpful to have uh, my husband, TJ, on with me. Hello. (laughs) Just for a different perspective and um, also so that we can kind of bounce ideas off of each other. Um, So we'll just jump right in. So first, I thought it would be important to discuss how we do things. Um, I know that there are a lot of different ways that people do their finances, but for us, this is just what's worked. Um, So first, kudos to Lovey here because he maintains our bank account. I'm Lovey. He's Lovey. He checks it every day and just makes sure that there's nothing fraudulent on there. Because that happens a lot. It does happen. Um, And he just always makes sure that everything you know, is, is in there and correct. And, um, the only time that I really take over is when you're deployed. Then I do that. Yay. It's my promise to him. Um, don't spend all my money while I'm gone. (laughs) You got it, babe. Sorry. Don't spend all our money while I'm gone. Well, technically I don't work. So, um, and then when it comes to savings and spending, I think that, um, like you're more methodical when it comes to that than me. Like I would just do like a set amount as to where you're like, Oh, you know, we have 400 extra this month. So we're just going to put that in savings or we're going to put half in savings and half to pay off a credit card. Well, it's easier if if we have $400 using your example, mm-hmm. $400 extra means we didn't need it. So you know, we're not the type of people who are going to be like, hey, what can we spend $400 on? Right. It's, we didn't need that, put it away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually a, I don't know, seems a little bit smarter at least. Or, I... or sometimes if we have that little extra and uh, we agree on it, we say, hey, we got $400 extra, let's put 200 savings and 200 on, you know, your your credit card so that we can make sure your next contract is ready to go. That's, you know, $200 less, you don't have to worry about kind of thing. It's, I don't know. Pay yourself, and then then you pay everybody else. That's the rule of saving, anyway. Yeah, and something that I think is good about the way we spend is like I know some people have like agreements with their spouse, like anything over a hundred dollars that you're buying, you discuss with your spouse, and we don't have a rule like that. But I think it's more of like a mutual understanding that something that's extra or something we don't need, we usually discuss. So anything outside of the budget, really. Yeah, but like I didn't ask you when I bought those gloves or that lunchbox the other day. We had already discussed those things, though. Fair point. So what have I bought without telling you um, in advance? Anything you that I can remember you buying without us discussing it, like in that moment, was something that... Either we already knew we needed or we were already aiming towards, um, we had already discussed or something that you 100% knew, like, we're both going to benefit from this and you'll actually be excited. Like, I'll be excited. Right. And it could be something as simple as, I bought this movie because we Oh, we yeah, totally like the checkout line at yeah. Walmart. <laughs> or, uh, hey, while I was at the gas station filling up, I found blue full throttles and I got them and that's just happening. I meant like, like when I tell you, TVs or like couches and, or I spent $600 on clothes today. You know, none of that. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. And you do ask me before you buy car parts, which is nice. I appreciate that. Well, you, 
You do the same thing though. Um, like all, all with my makeup. <laughs> or like Stitch Fix or something from Amazon. Like I think you got your gloves on Amazon. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, by the way, I totally forgot to tell you I got these gloves on Amazon. They're a really good price. And we had already talked about it. So I'm like, oh, I'm just surprised she found something she would want to like take a chance on or whatever. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. But if I say I'm going to buy some makeup or I want to get some makeup, I don't tell you like I'm going to spend $60 on makeup or $20 on makeup. Like you don't know how much it's going to be. I don't presume it's going to be cheap. I mean... Anything that you, <laughs> anything that you uh, use for yourself, it's not cheap. You get what you pay for. It's and true. I know you're not going to compromise when it comes to things like that, because it. Because I've tried like, it like, and it doesn't work. This for works me. for me. This makes me feel really good, and I really like this particular product. Yeah. So you know, it's a go. It's yeah. it's always a go. If we were, if we had ten dollars to our name, and you're like, I want to buy this makeup, we'd be like. Probably better be not. under ten bucks. Yeah. Is it Cover Girl? I mean. <laughs> Can you get it at CVS? You know? um, I think that it helps a lot that we have the same financial goals. We don't spend frivolously. And I think we both know where we want to be. And we have that always in the back of our mind. And I think it helps. Even I, though we still buy a lot that we want. I got a new shirt this year. You did. And you were with me. You actually got two because you got that blue and green That was green last one. year. Oh, yeah. It's you were January. on a contract when Shoot. I got that. It's January. Yeah, so it's January and you bought I new I bought new that shirt, shirt months ago. <laughs> and I didn't, uh, I didn't wear it until she came home from a contract because it had a security tag on it. And I'm, I was like, this needs to go back to the store so they can pull the tag off. And she's like, well, you can just go there and do it. I'm like, yeah, I'll wait for you. Yeah, I said just put the receipt in the pocket. Ay, so ay, I didn't ay. wear it till she got home. Okay, so financial goals. Um, like we have, I feel like we have the same goals when it comes to that. But if we both had differing goals, how do you think we'd get there? Like, I think we're good communicators. So obviously we'd talk about it and maybe compromise on things if we had to. But I think it just works out really well for us that we have the same. If wants. we had differing goals, I think we would have to have way more of a a much more intricate system mm -hmm. for finances and I'm, I'm glad we don't yeah um even if our financial goals were just like in the same ballpark we wouldn't need a new way of doing business but you know if your goals were i'm gonna have me that bands and i'm gonna buy it in cash i'm like all right well we got some work to do <laughs> you, you know just yeah. uh, something that you want because when it comes to financial goals there's what are we doing three years from now and then there's I want this next week. There's, you know, yeah. There's a huge difference, but we want the same things and positive and we work the same way to get those or to get to that that particular, you know, point in our life. And there's a lot of people who don't. True. They they take their own paths and that uh would lead into separate bank accounts if you think about it. Yeah. Like you, I wish, you got high end taste and like this is my bank account, this is my money, this is for my taste and for what I want. And I'm like, okay, cool, because I'm not paying five hundred bucks for a fucking purse. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's that's not. Except you know, that you, one you, time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what you want, I can't tell you no. I mean, I'm not going to tell you no, but that's going to take some some work on your part, not mine. I'm not working an right, extra five hundred dollars worth of work to to get a five hundred dollar purse because. What does that even matter to me? Yeah. If it matters to you, you'll make it a goal. Also, I'm not materialistic like that. Okay, so um, I think that that's a good segue into the fact that we share a bank account. Because... We did have separate bank accounts when we met. Yeah, but as soon as we got married, we got a joint account. Um, it was just easier to keep track of everything. Yeah, and I I liked USAA's customer service um, we have a good and bank. the perks. Yeah, so um, I think that that was good for us. I think also when we met, like you were making more than me, but I think we both realized that we spent the same and we saved the same and in the same way, not the same amount. Yeah, so so it it would totally just make sense to pool it, and then we agree on. Everything, frankly. Yeah. I don't think there's anything we haven't agreed on. 
that well, I Well, sometimes remember. cars, like the Fairlane. I wasn't happy about that. Well, that's because I that. buy whole cars. But you went with me to get it. I did. It's because you're cute. Well, <laughs> if at any point you had said absolutely not, then we wouldn't have that car. Yeah. Just saying. Like, I just feel like I could tell you my you reservations my, yeah, and might, then you make the decision. It's if, your, you're the one doing the work. I'm not. If you had an absolute no, though, you would say, I don't want this uh, at all. And I, I don't think we should do this. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Fine. We won't drive to Oregon and pick up a car out of a field full of sagebrush. From a raging Well, he was a recently addict. released uh, inmate. <laughs> Gross. He was very polite, though. He was very nice. And the car was, it was a legal vehicle. He, he had a title. <laughs> okay, rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Um, Just saying I've dealt with worse people. Yeah. Okay, so back to the beginning when we shared a bank account or like first started out. So um, when we were kind it of. Us, it took us a minute to get our feet. To get our, our feet under us with that one. Yeah. So um, just a little bit of a backstory. Um, I had debt that I was paying off from my previous marriage. Um, and doing a bang up job, by the way. Yeah. And I don't think that you did. I think you had just barely caught up, but you were paying like the house and all of that. I think I had, I, I had at least one previous debt that I was still paying off. Okay. But um, my last deployment took care of it. Um, yeah, I just mean, yeah, when we met, so it was really just the one. Yeah. And then, um, you mentioned that you liked how I had post-its. Oh, I love it. (laughs) So when I met TJ, I, I didn't really have like, um, because I lived with my aunt, so I paid her in cash. Um, I was on my brother's cell phone plan, so I paid him in cash so I basically had like these post-its wrapped around the money that I was using it for. So like, so like uh, for her phone bill, it would have been like $80 in cash with a post on it that says, you know, phone. And then $400 in cash uh, rent for Aunt Tammy. And then it was like, uh, like 100 bucks for uh, gas, food, gas or, or food or whatever. Yeah. It, was, it was all just, and it was all like just neatly lined up on her on her desk and it was ready to go like oh I gotta go do this today I gotta go do this today and I saw that like the first or second time I I spent the night with you at Aunt Tam's house before I moved in again I was like oh this girl's got her stuff together I want to get on this train like I like the way you do business like she wasn't making five thousand dollars a day but every penny she had she knew where it was going like she she had it down and then she had like um and then whatever she had left over there was no post-its for it, but that was like that was like her money. Like she didn't, she didn't pull that out of the ATM and then wait to spend that either. She just had her stuff like, what do you call it? Priorities. Mm-hmm. Priorities were in order, and I wanted a piece of that. <laughs> and I don't know how you did it because you didn't have post-its. I think you just probably did what you do it was, now. It was all online. Yeah. Really. Um. So another reason I think. Um, that we decided to do a joint account is because the fact that like we knew that you would be deploying and your TDY in January, we got married in December. So, and I was, I was going on TDY to Nevada for three weeks, like three weeks up. No, a month, about a month after we got married. Yeah. And uh, she needed to be able to handle the stuff back here. So powers of attorney aside, like she needed to have absolute access to the bank account. So we got her on board with, uh, we just got her own account with the bank that we have now. And smooth sailing. I, I, I love our bank. Me they're, too. They're really good. Yeah. And if she ever had a problem, they would take care of her without me needing to be there. Yes. I didn't have to, I didn't have to say boo and they would take care of her. Yeah. Um, so, so you were TDY in January, part of February. And you came and see me in I did. Nevada, brought me tacos. You deployed in April and came home in October. So really our first year of marriage, we were more apart than we were together. We were almost seven months apart. That Your year. fault. Um, <laughs> and this is the life I chose. I know. And so when you were deployed, obviously like you make more money because you're getting paid for those of you that aren't military, just to well, lay it out simply to keep it simple. I was, I'm a federal employee, but when I was deployed, I was in active orders. That's not simple, babe. That is, uh, that's at the time I was a federal employee, 
But when I was deployed, I was on active orders, so my pay went up. When you're on active orders, your pay goes up. When you're deployed overseas, you get family separation Depending pay. Depending on the location. Yeah. Um, endangered fire pay. So we made a, a, like a few extra hundred bucks a month easy, and, and that was... I think back then it was more than a few hundred. Well, that's just because of active duty compared to Feb Tech. Right, exactly. Um, but my point being, like, you were making a lot more. I and was, I got promoted while I was gone. Yeah, I was working a lot, which gave me a lot of overtime, and I had changed jobs by this point, so... She switched um, it up, and what, your pay went up by like 60%, so yeah. that was already a huge bonus. So basically, like, our first year of marriage, we got very close to caught up. We had a good chunk of money in savings. We, we bought the Cougar. We would have been more caught up if we hadn't bought a car. Yes. <laughs> but, let's be honest. But your... But I wanted that car so bad. Yeah, your dream car. So... Anyways, like, I think that for us to have six kids that we're financially responsible for, like, mm -hmm. we buy our kids clothes, we pay for half of their medical expenses, medical, like, at the time dental, I was covering clothing, all of their food, I mean, insurance, and so, um, and having a, a vehicle big enough to hold them all, like, all of these factors come in, and oh yeah, we, we didn't still... buy the car until, like, a year later when we moved in yeah. here. So, so we still paid off debt, had a good chunk of money in savings, and then we bought our house, was it, like, nine months after you got back? Because uh, July? No, we, we started the process in February. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we moved half, in. Three, max four months after I got home. Mm-hmm. Because the house that we had moved into right before I deployed, I had only lived in like two weeks before no, I left. No, not even. Before I left. And then after I got back, it was like, well, four months, then we bought the house, then we lived there another six while it was being built. So mm -hmm. less than a year. I got to live in that house. Yeah. Good house. Um, so anyways, like we made really good strides when it came to that. Um, so then if we flash forward to... Um, now, present day, um, we still do it the same way. We still have a joint account. We still share our savings. We only have five kids now living at home. <laughs> but to tag on to that, Jaden's still on our phone plan. But and he, insurance. Yeah, but he pays us for his monthly bills, like his portion of our phone bill is like $77. $80. Yeah. And so he is required to pay that to us by the time the bills do. Otherwise, um, we'll drop him from our phone plan and make him get his own. Cut him. Yep. But I think that that's, um, I think that that's fair and I think that that's it's good to teach him. As an adult. Yeah, exactly. Pay the bill or it goes bye-bye. Yeah. So, um, Another thing is child support. So a lot of people um, feel that child support can cause a strain on their marriage. And I can see that. However, we don't really have that problem. Um, when I first met TJ, he was supposed to be receiving $350 a month from his ex it went into a joint account that they both had access to. He just never took the money out of there and transferred it to his account. Um, his ex, Cami, transferred it into hers. And he was fine with that. He didn't want her money and he, um, you know, didn't care about it that much. So I just gave it back. Yeah. Um, Fuck her money. <laughs> um, so then. If we flash forward to your deployment, she had me served with child support well, I was evaluation. In a foreign country. Yeah. Um, so the way we did that um, was basically like met with our attorney literally the day TJ landed. And um, it cost us. Well, it was a thousand bucks up front and then another fifteen hundred on top of that. It was 1500 total, I thought. Oh, shoot. No. All right. Well, I wrote that down wrong. Um, we had to pay the 1000 up front, and then we had to pay more later. 
gotcha. So, um, get your deployment money. Woohoo! But we were still ahead. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so if you think about it, so like the three fifty a month that he was letting her keep, that happened for like years. I never agreed to it because I thought we would have a better use for the money or at least put that towards something that and the kids needed. I don't argue that. Um, but it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was my fight. It wasn't worth arguing with you, I should say, because we were fine. Um, so anyways, she takes us to court, has child support evaluated. Side note, that was all done on purpose to make the divorced dad feel the burn like your typical um divorce situation hit him for everything he's got and uh, even her own sister told her you probably shouldn't do that you're gonna get raped over the coals and then she ended up owing me a bunch of money every month and i'm like well because i'm i know math right um so because of that and i didn't need her money i really didn't i uh i had everything i needed anyway i i got the house and all that so I'm like i don't want your money um, so it wasn't really worth the fight to me because I don't want to engage with this person anymore on that level because it's always just going to be a fight. And I, I was flat out tired of fighting. I was, yeah, I you was just wanted to be tired. separate from her. I didn't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. So we had child support reevaluated. We spent $2,500 and it took seven months because she did not return her attorney's phone calls. So oh, if you And during that period, she quit paying the child support. Yes. So the day that she or the month I should say that she had us served, she didn't pay that child support. Um she didn't return her attorney's phone calls, which meant For I was half a year. Yeah, which meant I was calling our attorney to check on the status to see if anybody's heard anything. Our attorney would have to write an email to her attorney. And so the prices or the fees just kept increasing because of that. Every time you talk to the lawyer, mm -hmm. it costs you one to 200 bucks. Yeah. So um, after seven months of going through that, um, child support was reevaluated. And because TJ had been promoted, it showed... Um, according to the time that we have them on your decree, which is decree. incorrect. Um, which was adjusted. The decree wasn't adjusted. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, it showed that we owe $52 a month in child support. $52. $52. A month. Yep. And there's a $7 fee every time we pay... Um, that so that's retarded but um you know if that's what makes her happy then fine i haven't seen any change in the kids um quality of life quality of life exactly because that's what child support's for right is to equate the quality of life in between households true um anyways um we still do the medical and dental um the same so Kind of the same. So she's supposed... Same as it can be. Yeah. She's supposed to cover them for medical. We're supposed to cover them for dental. Um, those of you in the military will understand that with TRICARE, it's basically all or nothing. Only one of us can claim them. If both parents have TRICARE. So um, we asked her if she wanted us to have them under us or if she wanted them under her. She said she'd have them under her. And that was fine with us. We don't care because the kids are still taken care of. But now we can't do anything with their medical or dental because only one of us can cover them because we have the same insurance. The The thing that's hard about this for me is like um, the dental office specifically because they're most familiar with us. Um, they were originally our dentists. Yeah. Long story so, there. So I took Izzy to her most recent orthodontist appointment and was informed that um, they've tried getting a hold of Cami and haven't heard anything because Tricare's denying our bill because they need a copy of your divorce decree. Um, and then I also found out that there was a balance due, so um, that you know we weren't aware of. So unspecified I, amount. Yeah. So I text Cami and I said, hey. The dentist's office has been trying to get a hold of you and hasn't heard back. 
I say that because I'm trying to be nice, but also at the same time, like, take care of your shit if you want them under you. Handle your business. Yeah. So, um, I text her and said they need a copy of the decree to go to TRICARE, and then the dentist office also wanted one. Um, and then I paid the balance due. Um, the most frustrating part about that is... Um, is that we weren't told because if we were told we could have paid it or paid half of it or whatever, but like we weren't even told we don't get the bills. They don't come to our house. So, um, I actually felt really good that it happened the way it did because Izzy was right there standing next to me. And I said, you know what? I'll take care of that. So she can see like I'm doing this. I don't know. And through the transitive property, like, I'm doing it too. Yes. Because we're not sure that they're told the whole truth on a lot of things. Neither here nor there, but um, you had to take her because I was working. I was at work. It's my job as a stay-at-home parent. I was at work and, you know, the the opportunity presented itself. Yeah. um, And Izzy... Well, I think it was over Christmas break, wasn't it? Yes. I didn't pull her from school. Yeah. Yes, but... Um, we also get the notifications for these appointments like 24 hours beforehand. So luckily you weren't in Michigan or New Jersey or Arkansas. Yeah. Um, and then I actually made her next appointment and I text it to Cami. I always try and work it around your guys's, um, work schedules and Izzy's school schedule. Cause I don't like her missing a lot of school. Um, but then, um, just to tag on to that. So you and Cammie have always done the 50-50 child care. Um, thank goodness we don't have to do that anymore. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, and then the... 600 bucks a month. Yeah. And then the 50-50 medical and dental expenses. So... Only um, when I see an actual bill. Right. That's another thing, too. Like, we don't pay it until we see an actual bill. Unless like, I see a bill or receipt, mm-hmm. nobody gets money. Yeah. I and think it we've, was... we've actually not paid a lot of things that um, she wanted us to pay because she didn't have a bill or receipt to present us. Yeah. Which means, you know, even legally you have no no grounds to demand money from somebody. So we're like, um, show us a receipt or show us the invoice and mm-hmm. we'll gladly pay it. And I think in five years she's presented that to us in any fashion, twice. One of it was for school supplies. Which is No, she here. never got us one for school she supplies. Did. She did. She did? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. I remember that one being a that was fight. In the, that was an argument. Because she didn't want to give that to us. The Simmerly House. Gotcha. Um, okay, so then if we talk about Bobby and I, um, I'm fortunate enough to... Hang on. We are fortunate enough. We are fortunate enough to um, be allowed... Sixteen one six dollars a month in child support, to which we have always um, just told him, "Don't worry about it," because one, it's sixteen dollars. Like, how stupid is that? Ten of five and one, why bother? Yeah, and then two, he would have that seven dollar fee on top of that every time. That's just ridiculous. So, um, also, he and I also adjudicated before it's required to be paid through the state. Yes. Um, he would have to hand that to you with a 10, a 5, and a 1. It's so stupid. With but a receipt. He and I also have a better relationship when it comes to communicating and meeting in the middle, I guess. way better. Yeah. So. Um, like, I communicate with that guy. Yeah. That's so decent communication. Our decree shows um, the $16 a month in child support. And then um, we have a forty-five fifty-five when it comes to daycare insurance and medical expenses. We so, should just call it a one hundred zero. Yeah. So I have always covered the boys for uh, medical expenses. Uh, not medical expenses, medical insurance, because of my job. And um, the way we did it when the boys were in daycare was that he paid 45% of daycare and I paid 55% of daycare. But what I did, instead of having like a lot of money going back and forth into three different things, I just had him pay his half of insurance expenses to the daycare to take that out of what I had to pay. So 
he was paying more in daycare, but I was paying all of the insurance. And then when it comes to um, the medical expenses... Remember that time we paid off a giant daycare bill? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, 690 Yeah, he was a little bit behind, and we just paid his part just because I felt bad to the daycare lady because it wasn't her fault. Um, anyways, when it comes to medical expenses, um, we have Ryan who has kidney issues, which require testing annually. And, um, one of them, I think it was, gosh, it had to have been within like a year or two of TJ and I meeting, um, he had to have this test done that basically like tests the functionality of his kidney. And, um, if his kidney functioned below a certain point, then they would do surgery to remove it. And if it was above that, then they would not. So, um, I and think the year after his DUI, we spent every waking moment doing pickups and drop offs. Yeah. But didn't that test cost us like 400 out of pocket? Which like one? the one to test his kidney functionality. No, it was seven. Oh, maybe I'm thinking four hundred was our portion. It was seven, like seven ninety or something, and we had to pay basically half. Yeah, um, Sorry. so that um, that puts a hardship on us because my ex, unfortunately, does not pay those things, even though I am a good ex-wife and show him receipts of everything. So basically, like, he's in debt to us thousands of dollars just in medical expenses because both boys have broken their arms. Ryan sliced his Busted chin open. Chin. Uh, there was the, the kidney, kidney stuff, stuff for Ryan. Mm -hmm. Luckily, we got Ryan off the... He was originally on a medication, and mm -hmm. he had a... You know, he had gotten bigger and older, and they said, he probably doesn't need this anymore. Just make sure he drinks a lot of water, mm -hmm. which we... We're and good at he, that. Uh, actually pushes, so... We haven't had any complications with that, which Ryan was also happy about, because he didn't have to <laughs> rip up medicine every day, even though it tastes like bubblegum. Anyways, so um, something that Cami does have going for her is she does usually pay for anything out of pocket for the kids, um, expense-wise, or and, like daycare. And we'll get a, nowadays at least uh, a recent development, I would say within the past year, maybe two. It hasn't even been a year. It's only been with Izzy's braces because I know exactly what you're going to say. No, I, th I think it was, it's more of a, because of, uh, I got promoted again after I got home. So my insurance changed again, which is, it's good. It's, it's, it was an improvement, but now we're in this weird middle ground where we have the same insurance, her and I, and we can't both cover them. We can't do double coverage. Yeah. So what's what's left over? We just split. But we would prefer it's out of medical necessity, like uh, you know, braces. Gabe broke his ankle. <laughs> Instead of I want this kid to have braces, and I'm gonna commit to this bill, and then I'm gonna send the receipts to my ex-husband and expect him to pay it. So by the way, we don't uh, legally have to. We simply do. Because it's at least morally the right thing to do. I no... do it because it looks better on us if we ever go to court. Well, that's what I mean. That's I mean, technically that's morally correct in the <laughs> eyes of the law. So we're 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 getting into the whole eyes of the law thing. What kind of shitty dad would be like, "You don't need braces. I'm not paying for those." Well, that's not a shitty dad. That's a dad who probably doesn't want to pay money for something he doesn't need to pay for, which is also a regular adult thing if you're not psychotic. Okay, but also like just to be fast about this. So when, so Cami took Izzy to this appointment and discussed braces, which we were unaware of. She comes to A TJ. Before my insurance changed. Yeah. She comes to TJ and says, Hey, Izzy's getting braces on, on this day. And, um, basically like, I expect you to pay for half and this is how much it is. And sends us a picture. A week before that is when they had that appointment. And I said, just wait a week. This was seven days before I was looking at another promotion and a change in insurance. She didn't wait a week. She had she did it that day. Right. And now she's uh, 
facing a bunch of hardship with her insurance now we have to just decree thing yeah she didn't want to wait a fucking week for something that didn't need to be done yeah and we've had issues too because like tricare's been denying it saying that izzy has other dental insurance because we previously had to cover her for dental under blue cross anyways so cammy sends us this remember that blue piece of paper it was a sticky note yeah, it was like a sticky note piece of paper with the office's logo on it. And then it had like handwritten how much the monthly payments were, which is fine. Initially, we, but, we ignored it. We're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's fine. But I know it wasn't her handwriting, so that's good. But also at the same time, like you show me that you've paid half, I'll pay half. Um, and so and she sent us pictures of receipts. Yeah. So we asked her to start sending us re- copies of the receipts. And I think it took her like three or four months to do that. Almost six. And then she started just forwarding us the actual like monthly statement or invoice or whatever that you automatically get sent. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've, I've just been sending her the money through Venmo. Um, but trackable, I think like, and when we can, we, well, not when we can, because we when could. We whenever, feel, yeah, when we feel, when we feel like really being nice. generous, um, we pay an extra month to go back to the months that she didn't tell us about it. Which was, I'm positive, it was almost seven months. She said nothing. Or didn't send us a, like a, a, a copy state, of a yeah, bill. Yeah, nothing. And then one day she sent us like five or six. You remember that? And then she got a bill at one point that was a wacky bill and she was like, oh, that's because they didn't have the insurance figured out and it was like for $700. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, because they, Triker hadn't paid yet. And we're like, uh, no, you need to get this figured out. We're not paying that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, fine, I'll figure it out. And I asked her, like, why is it... To this day, still hasn't figured it out. I how figured it that, out. How long has Izzy had braces? I don't know. Forever. I'd have to look at Venmo, but... Pretty sure it's been about a year. What happened with that is... it was before last April 1st. She sent me, or us, one of us, a picture of this bill for like 700 and something, which our portion would be three something instead of like 78. Oh, group text. And I said like, why is it so much this month? Like I thought it was the same amount every month, right? Because they put you on a payment plan for like, they're going to cost $5,000 and Here's pay this much every month. month or yeah. And she said it was very like. Super vague. Low key. Yeah. And vague. Like, oh, no big oh, deal. It's, it's just, just different this bill. much. Yeah. And I was like, um, okay. Cool. We're not paying half of that. <laughs> but that's when the okay comes into play. I just said, okay. Then I called the she dentist office. She just called office. the dentist office to get the input. And then apparently it was an issue with TRICARE that Cammy needed to call, but she hadn't returned anybody's phone calls. Or emails. So, right. Um, to get off the train of bitching about this woman. <laughs> most things are going to be complicated when it comes to insurance anyway, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we've run into infinitesimal like levels of complication that didn't need to be there. Yeah. When all they had to do was be under us for the insurance. Yeah. And if we continue to have problems, that'll be something that I request be done. It's already been requested. If we ever go to court, I'll request that we cover them for medical and dental. She can claim our taxes if she wants, but I'd rather we cover them because we're... We return phone calls. We pay attention to this shit. Okay, so, anyways, um, part of this finance episode, I wanted to talk about, like, your past with Cammie, the way you guys did it when you were oh, married. Honey. The way honey, Bobby no. and I did it when we were married. No. And just for fun, I asked him how he and Summer did it, and he's, he's like, I don't remember. <laughs> so long ago. Well. Also, she doesn't count. Because um, she's awesome. That one's the easy one. Let's let's start there. I don't remember how Summer and I did it, uh, but it was. I know for a fact it was no hassle. There With was the no bank trouble. account, be specific. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, I honestly don't even remember. I want to say we did have a joint account, but we were together for such a short time. It didn't really. Ma- it didn't matter. It didn't measure up. Uh, like we were getting paid the same money. We already had our own accounts. We just had this joint account basically for the boy. As as a married couple, like. Yeah, you know the boy is Jaden, and uh, and then when it when we got divorced, it was, I think we just 
if it was there, uh, we closed the account because it was never an issue. We didn't have to like divvy up assets or any of that that BS because the state of South Dakota allows for an actual 50-50 and nobody pays child support, everybody pays their own way. If you have a problem, you go back to the court. If you don't, see you later. How yeah. easy is that, right? Yeah. And also it wasn't like, I want this TV. It was like, you can have this, I'll have this. We actually agreed upon all this with our first meeting with the lawyer and then we just filed and then it was done. We didn't have to have any kind of mediation or arbitration or... Um, ongoing things we were we were very young and um we agreed flat out no matter how anybody was hurt just focus on the boy take Let's care of separate ways mm-hmm. you take care of him when he's with you i'll take care of him when he's with me boom no money on the table and that's how we've been doing it for almost 19 years and it worked so say the thing about the daycare because that's a sweet story so there was one time, and Jaden had to have been like one or two. He was tiny. And this would have been like... 2002, A year-ish maybe? after your divorce. So, we got divorced before he was one. And within the first year or two is when things were the most turbulent, as they are for a lot of people. But we were also like 22 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. And just kind of going about our business. There was one time, and I don't remember why. It was not like... It wasn't Summer's fault. She didn't spend $500 on drugs or went to Vegas or did some dumb thing. It was a... I don't remember what it was about. She called me up one day and uh, she said, Hey, uh, daycare needs their money because the daycare, you know, has to get their their bones or you don't get to take kid back there. Yeah. And she said, "Uh, can you handle this? Like, take care of this right now and I promise I'll pay back. And this was like... I don't even remember... the reason it sticks out is because it's not like her. She's a very uh, responsible person. Yeah. But for some reason, it was a... Like a know, bank issue the or week, something. It had something to do with the bank, and I don't remember why. It was not her fault. She said, hey, can you take care of daycare? Because it was like today was the day daycare was due, and uh, she couldn't pay make it happen. Off. She said, hey, can you just pay this and I'll pay back? And I'm like, yeah, no, no problem. So uh, I did that, just pay the daycare. And then, like, hours or a day, or, within a day, she was like, oh, here's the money back. And that's why it was a, that's why it strikes in my mind as a, a bank mess up, not her, yeah. you know, like, oh, I'm the grand in the hole for the whole month kind yeah. of deal. Um, but, you know, she didn't ask her boyfriend for money or something like that. And um, she explained it like, I, I swear this is, this is just a, a, a fluke thing. I don't know what's going on. I th- honestly think because this was so long ago, this was like 18, 17, 18 years ago. I think her, uh, debit card information might've gotten in like, uh, compromised. Yeah. Like her, her debit card wasn't working or something like that. It was just some dumb thing. She says, Hey, pay this. I said, okay, cool. No, no problem. And then the next day she, you know, cause we still have, both have, still had USA. So she was able to just go ahead transfer and like transfer it. me the money. That's I'm like, so Hey, nice. cool. No worries. Yeah. But if uh, if I'd asked her for the same thing, she would have like done the same thing. I'm like, hey, something's wrong. My debit card's like I fucking lost it or whatever. Well, and I think you, I think I remember at one point you saying like Jaden needed new shoes, and so you told Summer like, hey, I'm gonna take Jaden to get new shoes this week or whatever. Like, yeah, he well he this kid with shoes. That's yeah, but Jaden loves shoes. But it's the same like he used to bust with, them up back in the day though with Bobby and I Hard. like I don't ask him to pay for half of school supplies because he always buys them new shoes for school dude these kids these two boys never go without like hey my shoes are busted up tomorrow morning they're gonna come in new shoes if they're if they're with their dad two pairs of new shoes they'll just keep a pair of their dad's kind of a thing yeah they have more shoes than I would buy them <laughs> they go through some shoes though they do okay so um when you and Cammy were married, Ooh. you had... You want me to go first? Yep. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. So when Bobby and I were married, um, a few of the complications we had, um, I'll get into, but I, um, or he and I shared a bank account and, I mean, always did for as long as I could remember, even even before we were married. Um, but I think the most significant financial 
issues and complications that we had were the fact that he didn't always work. I mean that in the nicest way possible, but I would say a majority of our marriage, he did not work. And I'm talking like years in a row. Um, while he was not working, he still made me take Matthew to daycare because he didn't so want he to, have had to pay for. he didn't want to babysit. So funny. here I am working, not making a whole lot, um, but enough. And we struggled to make ends meet when it came to daycare. Um, this is my perspective. I feel like at the time he liked to live beyond his means. He liked the brand name clothing and he thought he needed a lot of that. Um, a lot of hats. He hats, would shoes, eat lunch out stuff. every day instead of packing a lunch. Um, from his house. Um, no, I mean when he, even when he had a job, like gotcha. he would go out all the time. Um, and sometimes it was just like gas station food, but still it's like almost 10 bucks, like gas station food and drinks. Cause God forbid you just drink water. Um, and then everything was my fault. So there were times where like the power would be turned mm. off. I'm the only one working, but it's because I have to, um, choose between paying the bills or getting yelled at for spending all of our money um, when, you know, like he'd freak out if he didn't have enough money for weed and it was my fault somehow. So um, there... spend all your money on bills and shit. I know. How dare I? Um, he'd call his parents and, let it up. and ask, um, you know, for money or to pay whatever bill for us just enough to get him turned back on but um so weird he asked me one time to like why well why don't you call your parents like well i'm the one with a job so <laughs> no i'm not calling my parents also my mom would be like well why why am i paying this why do you need this money um and then another little bitch that i have is that um like back then because of the small amount of money we made each year and having a kid tax returns we always got tax return money and um it was not spent responsibly which was some 20s on that corolla the way i wanted it to be spent was different than him so like he'd buy a playstation or an xbox or Gross. something as to where like i wanted to pay off a debt and be caught up. So anyways, that's all I've got. Or at least have a saving. Yeah. Your turn. <laughs> so for a long time, I was, um, I was the only one who was employed with Cami and for legitimate reasons, um, actual legitimate reasons. Uh, daycare is really expensive. And at the time it was just, uh, Izzy that we had and Jaden would come visit mm -hmm. during the summers. So that's fine. I go to work, you stay home with the, the, the baby and do what you got to do. Um, but some people like to uh, not... It, it, living outside your means can mean a lot of different things. Like, uh, this person didn't buy name brand clothing. They would just buy presents for their family uh, every single month. The, the birthdays that are in that month, you know, you got three or four in your family. But let's specify, it's not like mom or a sister. It's like a no. cousin and a great aunt. and. So we got to buy birthday presents for these people every month because we weren't here to be at the party because I was stationed 3,000 miles away. So let's uh, go ahead and spend two to $500 uh, on Chris or birthday presents for people half of them I don't think I met. Uh, but let's do that before our bills are paid, like the lights and the gas or, uh, you know, the rent. I didn't agree with that at all. And that was pretty much the always fight. The every month fight? Because I'm the selfish person who doesn't uh, want to treat somebody's family well while, you know, trying to keep my family fed with lights on and clothed and, and stuff like that. 
being the sole provider. It's not I, like you could have worked more or yeah, gotten was, a second job. I was the dick in that situation uh, because I didn't appreciate family enough to give them money instead of taking care of my own. That's the true logic of that situation. So that didn't work out so well. So this person decides to start taking out uh, loans in my name without me knowing about it, using my social and all that. And I don't know about it until I get a phone call from a collector asking when I'm going to pay this money, and I don't know what it's about. That person got kicked out of the house um, that day, actually. Go. Sorry, dogs. <laughs> dogs needing attention. And then there was another time where I was gone for a while. I was in the field for weeks at one point, and uh, the lights got turned off in the house. I didn't know about this until a long time later. Because somebody didn't pay the bill that they were supposed to pay because they're the one at home and not out in the field training. Out in the field where you have no internet or stamps. Doing my job. <laughs> Training to go to Iraq. Uh, and she had to call her dad to Ask pay the money. power company to yeah. turn the lights on. And I'm guessing that one was blamed on me. Don't know. Because, hey, other people's birthday presents are more important than paying your bills first. So every single month, for the better part of a decade... I would get into a fight with this woman and say, hey, we need to pay our bills first and take care of our family. Then, only then, can we uh, take the give extra. presents to yeah. your family who is not paying our bills. And the fight always started when I said, they're not paying our bills. Because I'm a dick. I'm a selfish dick. Who, Lies! <laughs> um, anyway, kind of the same situation. This person didn't like high-end stuff for themselves. They just sent the money elsewhere, frankly. And it's great that she's a giver, but at the same time, like, don't give If beyond. you don't have it to give, mm -hmm. don't put your own household in a hurting circumstance and then blame the guy who's making the money. Mm -hmm. I was really not on board with that. There was a lot of fights. and That was pretty much always the fight, actually. Like, hey, we're doing all this for your family. What are they doing for us? Now I'm at more of a dick because I expect something in return. Like... I'm giving you $300 of my money that I'm trying to pay my light bill with. What are you going to do for me? Are you going to pay my light bill? I'm a dick for asking that. Because at one point, her dad had to pay her light bill. And I didn't even know about it for a long time after. Yeah, I, it probably I like came up in conversation. I didn't actually know it happened until years later, I think. Found out a lot of stuff years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another podcast for another day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, apparently I wasn't making enough money and I wasn't at home, so it was my fault. You know, your 100% stereotypical soldier's gone and whoever's at home is doing whatever's at home. Good reason to quit being a soldier. <laughs> Do you think that our past experiences have made us more appreciative of each other? I mean, obviously, I guess that's kind of a silly question, yes. but do you think that that was one thing that made you... I don't when I saw your post-its, <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be something different because you never stopped using post-its. To this day, you use post-its. Not for bills, because we're in a different situation now, but... You still use post-its. I do, for everything. And if I there's like not them. a post-it, I'll forget. <laughs> so will I. Yeah. I spent a lot of years worrying about uh, things that I couldn't control because you can't control a person. Right? Yeah. You can only control what you can control. When I met you, I didn't have to control a person anymore. You know what I liked? and this Or be stressed that I couldn't. Yeah, this might sound really shallow, but on our first date, you took me to pottery and... I mean, I don't even remember how much it costs, but I, I remember thinking, wow, like dinner would like have been cheaper. Bucks. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like he's spending this much on me when the guy like a few weeks ago wouldn't buy my $3 coffee. Which I thought was hilarious. Rude. That's the reason that he didn't get a second date. Also, because I met you shortly after. Also sounds like a but he was very nice. We had a great conversation, but like... Very nice. Spend $3 on me if you think I'm worth your time. Anyways. He um, probably still doesn't understand why he didn't call him back. Uh, he knows because I told him. Because oh, he texted oh, me and asked for a second date. And I said, 
I said something along the lines of I met a guy and, and I really like him. And he said, let me know if that changes. And I said, okay. I'll buy you coffee. <laughs> you buy my coffee a lot. I'll buy your coffee and grab your butt. Um, anyways, so another thing topics. was um, like buying gas. I used to have to budget how much gas I would need and like be careful of, of where I went because I knew like one tank had to last me two weeks. That was actually one of our first conversations and that's what I... I remember that one specifically because you had the Corolla. Yeah. And it's very efficient. Yeah. And but, I thought that's really smart. But like you would go to the gas station and fill up your car and it's like no big deal. You didn't have to stop it at $20 because that's all you had, you know. And I like that because what I was looking for was the security. And that sounds shallow, but I needed that. I wanted that. Side note. So thank you. Um, making sure <laughs> gas are in the cars is a huge priority in my life. Also a blue job. Because if you can't get to work and back... You can't make that money to come home and take care of the rest. If the cars aren't filled up and you're hitchhiking, you've already lost the day. You've lost the week and the month. Yeah. So I prioritized, is there fuel in the car? I remember like... It's a super weird idiosyncratic thing about me, but these cars... Well, also... We have several cars and they're all full right now as of this moment. Also, you don't let them go below half a tank. It's bullshit. But it's good because... Um, like, we can go anywhere we want to go three times in three different vehicles just from this house right now. Yeah. Um, the Like, I always did it because I respected that that you appreciated that. And I was going to um, just do that. But what made me actually, like, the first time that I realized the importance of it, not just, like, respecting what you want, but the actual importance of it was Jaden's accident. Because... I had enough gas in my tank that I didn't have to get gas that whole stressful week. And I went to the hospital and back every day. Twice. Yeah. So if you think about it, like, really, what if I had been at a half a tank? I would have had to stop and refill. Or what if I was on E going to the hospital and I couldn't get there? I'd have to stop for gas. Imagine, imagine getting the call. And knowing there's an ambulance on the way and then being like, my car's empty. What do I do? I don't yep. have money to put gas in this car. How am I going to get there? But even just even just bullshit. having to stop and get gas you would take time. You wouldn't do that. I'd, if you had enough to get I'd there, run. you wouldn't stop. True. I'd also run if I had to. But I'm just saying like that's my... So I'm super weird about making sure the cars are filled. Yeah. No matter what you need to do, every single day you can get in, crank it up and run. And I super appreciate that. Also, you always put gas in the car. It is rare that I have to put gas in the car. The only time you do it, really, is when you're going to Fred Meyer and we get like 30 to 40 cents off a gallon, which yeah. is banging, by the way. And it's, it's only my car. Have thought of that, like, just saying. Like, remember that time that I was putting gas in the Honda and I didn't know what side it, it was on? $9. Well, yeah, but I didn't know what side it was on because I've never, I was like, I don't think I've ever put gas in this Jack car. Jack cars are all driver's side. Right, but I'm just saying, like, you see my point. And then the Cougar, I know it's in the back because it's an old car, but... And I've actually put gas in that because when you were deployed, I I think did. you probably filled the Cougar more than you filled your car. Mm. I mean, number of times stopping, not amount. Because it's oh, got, like, right. a 12-gallon tank. tank. It's, it's, not a, it's not a... My car's big. ...huge tank. But you probably put gas in the Cougar way more than you've had to put gas into your car. Yeah. We don't drive the Cougar all the time, so. Okay, so key takeaways. Any advice that you have? You think just compromise and discussion? If common sense is not a part of the conversation, then you're not having a conversation. You're talking to a wall. Oh, that's true. True, true. And that's a red flag. Red flag! <laughs> the key of all these things is how many red flags you got? I have a garage that can't <laughs> store all the red flags. But if you have the passion, the want, the love, and the, and the, the wherewithal, you're going to keep pushing. Yeah. You're going to push passion. Look past I heard a quote once. The world looks amazing through rose-colored glasses. But through rose-colored glasses, red flags just look like flags. Oh, look at you. Take the glasses off. You love somebody, you're wearing rose-colored glasses, you're wearing to overlook a lot of shit. Over time, everything fades, right? Yeah. Only then do you see the flags. And it's always the hindsight. Yeah.
All right, words of wisdom for you. Um, we will be back next week. I was actually thinking of doing like a Q&A. So if you're listening to this and you have a question that you want answered, please let me know. All the questions. All the questions. Wickedstepmom.6 at gmail.com. Or you can find me on social media. Instagram is wickedstepmom.6. And Facebook is Jenna Garcia. Yours truly. You're hot. I think you are. I love you. Love you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. If you have a question you'd like to ask or a topic you'd like to hear about, please email me at wickedstepmom.6 at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review.